In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. There are some readings from Holy Scripture that come out as not terribly pleasant readings. Scripture both encourages and corrects. Scripture both rejoices and rebukes. Today, certainly in the prophets, and in the words of our Lord Jesus Christ, we get some words calling for repentance, some words calling for change and attention, words calling us back, calling us back to the covenant that God has made with his people, generation after generation after generation. The story of Holy Scripture is that of departing and return over and over again. Beautiful creation is made. Humanity is set as the pinnacle of creation to reflect God's glory into all of creation, His good order, and we fall. God clothes us. God cares for us. Teaches us how to take care of ourselves after we've fallen. Then there's the story of Abraham and the times he wanders away and comes back. Then there's the story of Jacob. Then there's the story of the people of Israel who wander away, wander into Egypt, are brought into slavery, and then once again brought back to the promise. The story of the prophets continually calling the people of Israel to say, get rid of what would take you from God and take a hold of God himself. And over and over again, God seeks our return. God is relentless in his love and never leaves us alone. Thanks be to God. And then we hear in this reading in the gospel, about what we have to give up, what we have to let go of in order to follow God faithfully. First is getting rid of pride. There's no question there. His disciples ask, as they've asked time and time again, Jesus, who is going to be the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? If you want another way of saying that, do I get to be vice president, secretary of defense? Do I get to be the person in charge of the treasury? Just tell me what job I've got, Jesus. And Jesus answers, your job is that of a child in the nursery. Attentive, listening, and loving. And then Jesus talks about a passage that, it's a darn good thing we're not always literalist or else we'd all be walking around here maimed. If your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. There is a story of a Scottish saint, and I believe his name's Moloch, isn't it? Who throws, who throws his hand onto a, an island to try and be an uh, abbot first, but that's not the same thing. But we'd all be walking around lame, maimed, and blind if we took this literally. And through Christian history, some occasionally have tried. I'm not encouraging that tonight. But when we think of our hands, of our feet, of our eyes, they're part of who we feel we are. They are part of us. This is my hand. It's the only one I've got. And Jesus tells us that in learning to follow him, 
in the spirit of a trusting child, there are going to be times that we are going to be asked to let go of things that seem as if they are as close to ourselves as our hands, our eyes, and our feet. And Jesus says to us, but which is better? To cling to this, which will eventually burn away anyway, which will eventually fall to dust anyway, or to cling to me, as I have come to find you. Every time I hear this reading, I encourage reading C.S. Lewis's book, The Great Divorce. It does a wonderful job of talking about what holds us back in this life and in the life to come from seeking to accept and take a hold of the love of God? Needless to say, without going through the entirety of the book, tonight we have a call to listen, to listen with childlike faith to God who has been calling us all along, and to ask God what we need to let go of in order to run to embrace Him as he runs to embrace us. Amen.